Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Task Force Echo. I'm your executive producer here at Final Show Films, John, and I turn it over to our Game Master for the evening, Wilhelm. Hello, I am William, and I am playing the role of the Caprulu Sector in this StarCraft RPG campaign. Uh, let us begin by introducing our player characters. I'm not going to bother with the hands because I'm not looking at the screen right now, so I don't know where people are at, but we're going to start with John. I'm John, and I'm playing Vazaron, the Taldarim Pirate Queen, who forgot to tweet out that we're live and is going to do that now. <laughs> and then we're going to go to Jeremy. Hello, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Dirk, the Terran Moron. <laughs> and then we're going to go to Jack. Hi, everybody. I'm Jack, and I'm playing Koronix, the Protoss Nerezim Scholar. And Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Abe the Sweet, the half Not a half-elf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that happened. Taryn, secret. Ava is not a half-elf. Ava is secretly a changeling. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> oh, secrets. Um, and Cody? I'm Cody. I'm playing Oswald, the Terran pilot. And I'm trying not to say your character's name before your name, and Sarah. <laughs> I'm Sarah, and I play Rachel, the Terran, who's good with fire. So much fire. All the fire. All the fire. There's a spider the hanging hound. off my mic. Nice. Kiss it. Sounds like a personal problem. I'm going to kill it. No, don't kill it. Let it go gently. I am going to murder it. No. Go gently into that good night. <laughs> take it, take it outside. It take it outside. All right, this is not a bar fight, Sarah. Sarah. I'm so sorry, Spider. And when, when last, when last we left the task force, they had successfully raided the uh, Black Site Three, and at the suggestion of the emotionless ghost and the acquiescence of the task force Echo leader. Uh, vented the entire space station and all non and all non task force allies aboard it, or all non task force living creatures aboard it. Hey, I'm a Protoss. As far as I'm concerned, everybody can survive in the vacuum of space, right? Exactly. Or is that just us? Damn it! That's what I said last time. It's not true, and you both know it. <laughs> and we pulled an insight check, and we know you both know it. Well, you know, yes. knows it. I don't know if you rolled against Cornix. Nobody no. rolled against me. But Cornix, because I'm dumb. Oh, I've had this conversation with Cornix, and I have a high enough opi- opinion of Cornix's intelligence to assume he has retained that information. Also, so uh, found it important. Dirk is not smart enough to think that other people might not realize it. If he knows it, clearly everybody else knows it. But, um, and beyond that, uh, also discovered within the holding cells of Black Site 3, uh, a stasis, uh, chamber containing what turned out to be a very, very ancient Protoss from about three millennia ago. As you do. Uh, and the... Upon awakening him, there was a brief confrontation between him and Koronix, uh, as his people at the time were having a bit of a fight amongst each other, and Koronix's tribe was one of the enemies. Um, 
That was like a bajillion years ago. <laughs> 3,000. For you. It was yesterday for him. It yes, was, it was. It's only like three generations ago for Protoss. <laughs> True. Um, but with him taking up a memory crystal and learning all that has passed between now, between, well, all that has passed in recent time, he does, definitely doesn't have the entire span of events because your memory crystal didn't hold all that. Um, but uh, after learning what had happened recently and the unification of the Daylon, uh, decided that he needed to go and speak to this hierarch Artanis and learn more about what has gone on. And that is where we left off. Oh yes, the last thing that the last thing that had been said, the Protoss looked over at the Terran and asked of you, uh, Cornix, this Terran, does it move? He asks, because Dirk has not twitched that gun from him since this <laughs> conversation started. Uh-uh. Not a micron. <laughs> if he knew what a micron was. They do. Dirk Garrick. Dirk. Moment, narrowed eyes, but sir, steps aside. This one's combat regimen is exceedingly solid. He has acquitted himself quite well in our various excursions. Should you require any backup at any point during your time with us would make an excellent addition. Mm. That's right, Cornix is pimping Dirk out. <laughs> <laughs> Another sentence I thought I'd never hear. <laughs> this game took a turn. I mean, Vazeron was thinking about that a long time ago. It just took Cornix a bit to catch up. Strange to envision the firstborn standing among aliens as equals. But the crystal has shown that much has transpired in my sleep. Should we require it, we are fully capable of providing you transport to a location where you may contact the rest of the Dalam. I would seek to meet with the current hierarchy. And we shall guide you thither. And uh, you do know Cornix, and it's not quite as simple as Hierarch anymore. There's actually a council that the day long. Right. Mm -hmm. one of them. He's not the sole leader. Yeah. No. We'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave that for, for details later. We'll At this point, Artanis it's just... That. Oh, good. You're not trying to hit me with a sword anymore. <laughs> All right. Has the ship started moving yet, by the way? Uh, it's slowly getting underway. People are having to get it online. It hasn't started going anywhere yet. Okay. Because you kind of had to get your people on board to actually get the ship moving. It's true. Alright, so what are you guys doing while you're waiting for the ship to get moving? I'm acquiring gear oh. from my supplicants. 
I was told um, to, by Dirk that I there was the possibility of a medical necessity. So I'm headed down to the indicated area. There Cornix are too many be, people. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Cornix will be uh, guiding Verisan back to the Akundalar and giving him just a very basic verbal explanation of we have a ship. We will depart for a station where the various alien races stand on more or less equal footing and that we will get him in contact with the uh, the hierarchy um, as soon as we reach our communications room. Actually, it was coming from the ship, so... Yeah. So, yeah, we will probably meet you on the way. And there are too many things that Dirk does not trust right now around or in his general vicinity, so he's sticking with the one that, that that's in the vicinity of his commander and following them. Like water, air, and good sense. Other things Dirk doesn't trust. No, no. He <laughs> trusts those first two. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't partake of the first one. Yeah. No water. It burns. Nope. No, no. He loves water, particularly when it has particular grains put into it. And is allowed to sit and, and flavor for a little while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get the feeling Dirk drinks his whiskey neat, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You are probably not proud. It was just proud Dirk knows that it water and alcohol are related substances. <laughs> I mean they're both they're both liquids. <laughs> Don't get too excited. He probably thinks that lava is too. <laughs> I can drink this, right? I know it's hot, but I'm sure you theoretically you can any Um so I assume I meet uh Cornix and confusingly and, named NPC. And Verasan. Verasan and Dirk. All headed back together. And other Vera. And Oswald, who was there. Yeah. Oh yeah, Oswald was with us too. Yep. yep. I was just hanging outside. So yeah, as I come out, I'll just sort of gesture for Oswald to follow. Yep, I will. And glide off down the passages. <sighs> All right, so you make your way back to the Akundalar, uh, relatively with a little effort. Are you heading back to the Akundalar specifically? Yes. All right. <clears throat> Headed straight for the communications room. All right. You make it there, and as you enter, Vera uh, sort of leans up from her position, bolts into the wall. Uh, you were saying something, Aaron? I was trying to figure out if I entered, I crossed paths with them before they got there. Yes, absolutely. Give a nod to Captain Survivor. Yes, a prisoner who's been held by Sons of Creation for, well, probably quite some time. 
Uh, uh, there was some stabbing that went on. Might want to look into. I don't know if Oh, is anyone injured? Yes. Yep. Yeah, Cornix took a few. As did the other guy. Yep. Yes, yes. Okay, um... He got shot. Start with Cornix. Then, um... Ah, come on. First date on aliens. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, he's at six. He's, he's 20 points down. Well, you're going to be fine. Um, also, the result plus five is a result plus 25. I haven't changed it yet. Okay, cool. So, that's 35. I'm feeling much better. Yeah. Um, 45, but no critical wounds. And then getting to the other guy. Avis Wheat is our medical professional who takes care of our injuries when we sustain them. He's the doc. She is quite capable and understands our physiology with remarkable insight. Indeed. It is unusual to see someone who has knowledge and understanding of Protoss physiology who is not of our kind. I understand that much is true even in this era. You are not wrong, my friend. It was like the one person who didn't get this information from dissecting a whole bunch of Protoss, so. <laughs> <laughs> or did she? Dun, dun, dun. No, She's not the she one. Didn't. She just watched all the videos. <laughs> Someone else did the dissecting. <laughs> exactly. Protube. Yeah. <laughs> That's something else. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Probably multiple things. All right. So, uh, you make you group back up, uh, successfully healed just about everybody. Okay. Uh, Oh, you healed everybody? Alright. Um, I mean, I guess I should probably roll the checks. Are both of the Terrans also injured? I mean, just the amount that I was previously, I think. We're saving that in case you fall off a bridge. Yes, because um, I have one health. I have one <laughs> healing threshold okay, left. For Oswald... The plus five have... again and plus 25. Oh, yeah. Holy... Yeah, the <laughs> plus 25 would have done it. <laughs> well, if I roll a natural one, no, it wouldn't. But. Yeah. You heal Full. 67. I really want to find a bridge to fall off of now. <laughs> I can provide you one if you want. I mean, nicely. ships have bridges, but I don't think they're the kind you're looking for. 
oh, I'm sure I could fall off of it. <sighs> I can, I can, can just... I can provide you a bridge to fall off if you ask nicely. Guys, no, that kills people. <laughs> Just telekinetic slam. <laughs> and he knows things. Uh, he knows things that kills people, don't you? That was supposed to be subtle for Dirk. <laughs> Dirk tend to be subtle, yeah. All right, so you successfully make your way back to the Equindalor, and as you as you enter the calm room, Vera kind of leans up from her position, bolted into the wall, and just, Ah, I see you're back. Indeed, Adjutant Vera. Weird, creepy thing. Hi. If you would, open a communications channel to the Council of the Daylight. Vera-san has this brief moment of, like, almost abject horror as he almost mistakes this creature for a Terran actually nailed to the wall. <laughs> I he know. Takes it's a look weird, and realizes huh? that it's made of metal. I still can't figure out how to get it to work. Maybe some Terrans have I flesh mean, that just, is metal flesh. Just talk to it, Dirk. Huh? You just talk to it. Ask it questions. It is just an oddly designed. I know that's a question you wanted to ask. Sorry, what did Coase, what, what did uh, Oswald say? <laughs> Oswald said that Dirk just has to ask it ask it questions like, where is the toilet paper? We're out. <laughs> I mean, are we out? No. It was no. headed to the... No. Um, Alright, then. To the med bay. That's but, just an I example. Mean, what if I... What, what if I need to know something and I don't want her to know? That I need to know it. I, I'm afraid uh, the only way I can find your information is if you tell me something. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's just weird. <laughs> do, do you not ask your librarian for information? No. Um, Dirk, do you go to the library? That, um, yeah, there's that uncomprehending stare, blink, blink. <laughs> uh... I'm a so yes. So, look at Kornix. Are, are are we good for now? <laughs> I wanted. I just wanted him to be like. Uh, I'm a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can take however you want. Uh. Indeed, <laughs> Dirk Garrick. I continue to see to the supplies and other equipment that we may supplies have. Supplies are handled. I'm going to go get a beer. And I head off to the mess hall. Oh, I'll go. <laughs> I want a beer, too. Because there is too much weird shit and shit that he's just not comfortable with going on right now. Dirk is having a crisis of something. Dirk is having a crisis. Yes. I'm going to snag a beer, too, and head back to the comms room. But I can just watch this and, yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so the the question the question therein is is it just a traditional beer or is it you know Scotty Bolger's number eight whiskey, uh, you know like whatever we have or... on board. 
the space <laughs> version of Natty Bo. That's what it is. Oswald, uh, Oswald's not a. I don't. I don't think Oswald's picky. Yeah. No. It's. I mean, in Dirk's mind, it. Dirk is getting the 120 proof beer that that isn't actually beer. Because I, I like to think. <laughs> I like to think Dirk is drinking Duff beer. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Tell me that there's Duff beer in the Starcraft universe. One, I don't know what Duff beer is because I don't it's, have that much alcohol. That Duff, Duff beer is, is the Simpson is the beer in the Simpsons. Okay. It's not. Actually, if you're looking for like the 120 proof, you're probably looking for Scotty Bolger's old number eight whiskey. Yep. Wonderful. That's the that's the stereotypical Terran Marine whiskey, which is to say the whiskey that criminals who want something that's going to burn their throat will drink. Produced on Tarsonis. Yes. Was produced on Tarsonis. <laughs> yeah. Was. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's uh, he's having Vera open up a uh, comm channel to the hierarch. Hello, computer. Call the president. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. <laughs> Computationally. All right. Who'd, who'd you who'd you ask? Uh, here to contact. Um, he to contact the hierarchy just to see what happens. Uh, right. The hierarch of Dalam. I'm afraid you're going to have to give me some communication channels if you want that. I haven't got any of those locked in. Very well, then. Can you speak with Templar Carax? Do we have those? Yes, I do have access to Unity Station where Facemith Carax is supposed to be. Excellent. And then, sort of aside to Verisan, the Facemith is quite high standing in the Daylam hierarchy at this point. He has advanced through the ranks of the Templar. He will be able to answer many of your questions. A member of the Kalai, among the ranks of the Templar. Indeed, as you have so keenly put it, much has changed during your sleep. Let's see. More than I had thought. All right, uh, the communicator... Uh, hums for a minute as it's trying to find a signal before the very familiar kind of... Honestly, Carax has the friendliest face you could imagine a Protoss having. For someone that doesn't have a mouth, he's got sort of this... His his facial structure is a little bit wider and more like uh, broad-facing, so there's a lot more that's looking at you rather than that slanted, like, superior look. He's, that he's more potato, have. less granite. <laughs> Uh, and he's also got this, like, big beard made out of some kind of mineral uh, factor growing out of his, growing out of what would be his, his chin. It's just this sort of, like, rock beard that grows out of the bottom of his face. And it doesn't hurt that he's voiced by Travis Willingham, so, you know. He's also voiced by Travis Willingham, so. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, oh, the screen opens up and he, ah! I see that uh, I'm being contacted by Task Force Echo. Uh, yes, how can I assist you? Basemith Garrix, we have been investigating the doings of the Sons of Creation and have found one of our own brethren held by them. He has questions. 
audience, if you would be so kind as to speak with him, I believe you would be quite interested in what he has to say. You step aside, and Verasan steps into view, and Karax's eyes, like, double in size for a second as he, like, my, that armor dates back to the age of, or to the Aeon of Strife. Where did you get it? And Verasan looks up. This is the armor that I was sealed within the tomb of the ancients with. I was to guard an ancient armory for the duration of my stasis. And Karax has this sort of... There's this momentary pause that you as a Protoss are the only one that can really read is gobsmacked, but... <laughs> yes, hello. I am from Atlantis, which you may know also as El Dorado. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. And Corinix yeah, just sort of gives him a nod, like... I know, right? <laughs> I was unaware that we had any functioning stasis facilities still remaining from that time. Where were you found? Uh, Verasan sort of rattles off this set of coordinates. Says, it was a world far from our home world, but I was there to guard an ancient set of Zelnaga technologies that had been uncovered until such time as a the press, until such time as the firstborn could properly study them. It seems these sons of creation that found me got there first. It is a great shame that these coordinates were lost to the ages, or else we may have had need of you during the Amon crisis. But what can I do to help? He asks the room. I believe that with the knowledge that the Sons of Creation have accessed such powerful and ancient artifacts, it may be necessary for more detailed analysis of these facts. Unfortunately, uh, it is somewhat beyond my auspice to determine the proper course of action, and we hope to consult with your knowledge and wisdom as to where we might proceed for our next step. We have options to attempt to acquire and neutralize the other two black site bases out of which the Sons of Creation operate. However, we have not yet determined where the Zelnaga artifacts might be stored, and the potential of investigating the Tomb of Ancients is now also on the table, as the Terrans say. What would your advice be? Well, I'm afraid that the longer we tarry, the more time there is to allow these other black sites to change their position and lose sight of them. I believe it is best that we gather a force and prepare to strike both black sites at the same time. Wise counsel. Verisan, do you have an alternate point of view? I am unfamiliar with these black sites. I was not awakened from stasis during my transport from the Tomb of Ancients. Seems they were able to move me from one cell to another without awakening. But 
it is my military experience that suggests that striking an enemy who has a secondary base is only effective if you will be able to track the an attack on both bases would be advisable should you be able to successfully take if one should escape however you may never find them Also wise. For yourself, do you wish to come along on these assaults, or would you prefer to take some time to reintegrate yourself into the life of the sector? There is much that I have missed, but I would be remiss if I did not see. Oh, God, I'm losing track of names. Uh... <laughs> I, I would be remiss if I did not see Cost's wrath dealt to these interlopers. Very well. And we will find lodging for you aboard the Akundlar. You will accompany us on this assault. You will likely need to resupply, possibly make a few upgrades, but... Once we have determined that all the data from this black site has been found, the intelligence will be utilized to plan our next engagement. And Verison looks up at Karax. If possible, I would like to meet with the current hierarch of the day long. He says the word like he's getting used to saying the, the phrase because he's, it's still very new to him. Yeah. Uh, and Karax... Yes, very well. I will instruct our tennis that we have a living relic of our history among us, and he will likely be very intrigued to meet you. I suspect he will be here by the time that you and the Black Sight reach Unity Station. Very well. And he looks over at Cornix. Uh, I have all the dining. Then swiftness is of the essence. I will contact our other operatives on board the station, and we will depart as soon as possible. Adjutant Vera, please find necessary supplies for Verison's stationing aboard the Akundalar. Uh, well, from my experience, you protests don't really need much in the way of lodging, so you shouldn't need too much. Excellent. Feel free to familiarize yourself with the layout of the ship, Verisan. I will speak with you further at a later moment. All right. Uh, he leaves and goes around to get an eye of what's going on. Uh, anything else that you have to do here, Cornix? Um, no, I just need to check in on what intel we've been able to pull off of uh, Black Site 3, uh, specifically locations, any sort of readouts or, or uh, schematics for the other two black sites, and specifically access codes, if there's anything like that on the uh, on the computer systems. Probably talk to Stone or somebody about that. Yeah, you'll want to talk to Stone about that. Yep, right. but yeah, so, so that's, that's what he'll be doing. Everybody else, he'll sort of keep them, he'll, he'll update any other members of the Akundalar crew that he meets on the way. Hey, we found an ancient Protoss, he's coming along. Don't freak out if you see him wandering around the Akundalar. I think, I think Rachel is the only crew 
that doesn't know other than me, but I'm not the crew, so. Neither am I. <laughs> You've been on the Akuna Player Lock characters, then. <laughs> Any of the other player yes. characters he runs across. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, and Rachel, what are you doing at this time? Uh, polishing my firebat suit. <laughs> Just giving it a good shine. Preparing it for whatever is coming next. Alright. Getting one of those nice chamois cloths and doing the circles of polishing. Wax on, wax off. Yeah, yep. something like that. Wax on, wax on, wax on, wax off. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, anyone else have anything that they're doing at this time? I am acquiring items. Yeah, so you, you, you make your way, uh, up around to the bridge of this, of this black site as the, as the other people are maneuvering around, and as, as you're walking, uh, Tyrik approaches you, um, Madam, we have acquired one of your... Requisition requests, which is prepared for you. Ah, is it on the ship? Uh, actually, I believe one of our own is bringing it to you now. He looks over his shoulder, and you see a uh, a pair of Terrans very carefully holding this this these satchels of equipment and Protoss weapons in their arms on their power armor as they approach. Ah, uh, there they are. Now. Thank you, my dears. And I'll reach out and pick up. The first thing I pick up is a long black. It looks like a staff, based like a black iron staff. And then the second thing looks like a folded, like a collapsible black iron shield. Put my hand through the second one. See how it integrates with the with the side blade on my armor. Hmm, a lovely fit. And then I'll acquire all the other bits and pieces and and attach them to my armor as they go. And then you acquired a side double blade, uh, side double side, uh, a shuriken cannon, and yeah, yeah, glaive a cannon. Or glaive cannon. Sorry, I think 40k. A glaive cannon and uh, a variety of supplies. Yep, a variety of other supplies. Thank you very much. Be sure to restock on anything we need when we arrive at this Unity Station. I'm certain they will still trade with us. Indeed. I'll make a list of anything we might ha- we might be in short supply of. Yes. And make a list, make a shopping list for whatever we might be looking for in these other two black sites. We've given them this one. I'm certain we'll be able to potentially pick some salvage over the next two. Certainly. Alright, he departs and goes back to overseeing the duties of everyone else who's on this ship. And I walk around, and I walk up to the bridge to 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 see to see how close we are to actually taking off. Uh, as as you get to the bridge, you can see people um, closing up panels as if they had just got done uh, rewiring everything, getting everything back up to speed. Uh, people are manning bridge controls. Um, looks like you're getting ready to take off. I'll look over at Stone, who I'm assuming is on the bridge. Yeah, absolutely. Stone, do we have an ETA? Uh, roughly two hours. Mm. Well then, we should let the others know, I assume. And I'll um, pull up the, 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 the 
the holographic crystalline display that is now integrated into my suit and mm. shoot a message over to shoot shoot an update over to the the um the Akundalar, letting them know letting letting the adjutant know to let whoever's aboard know that we will be leaving shortly and arriving in a couple of hours. Uh, so on board on board the ship, uh, Vera's voice comes over the shipboard speakers. Uh, incoming message from the broker. Uh, looks ah! like ready to be ready to leave in about two hours. <laughs> Did Dirk just get jumps. surprised? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, he 100% did. Hmm. And I haven't been told that there's another person on the ship yet, so we'll wait until that happens. He's a little jumpy at the moment. <laughs> because well, reason. If, if you're in the same place as Stone, Coronix will be by fairly quickly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, Dirk, uh, at some point while you're sitting down in the mess hall having a drink, this ancient Protoss figure steps into the doorway and just proceeds to look around. Look over at him. Slowly stand up. Don't take any action towards him. I'm just Are you still in your staring a hole through him. Ah, uh, yes, probably. Uh, he is like takes in his surroundings and looks through the area. So this is the area where Terrans retrieve nutritional intake. No, it's where we eat. (laughs) And drink. (laughs) And relax. I see. He just kind of looks around for a minute and can practically sense the awkwardness, especially because he's a telepath, <laughs> um, and turns around and walks out. Sit down. Yeah, you better keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oswald has been following him, too. Just, like, watching talking if he wants to but yeah when he walked into the mess hall Oswald was at the door just watching that going hmm. <laughs> and he will, uh, so are we using the black site to, to get to Unity Station or are we just are we using the Akundalar right, you guys need to talk among yourself for a minute bear back were you asking that in character or out of character? Out of character. Yeah, we're using the black site. Okay. Good Lars parked inside the black site. Along with my ship. So okay. So yeah, Cornix will show up. Ah, hello Cornix. Like yes. my new toy, she says, twirling a side double blade. A uh, side double scythe. Quite impressive. You should be informed. We have a new member right. of our forces. Uh, oh. I'm I'm going to have to step away for a few minutes, so if you want to take a break right now, uh, sure. I have to help Mother real quick. We can take a break. Uh, we will be back in just a couple minutes. Bye-bye. And we're back. All right. Back from 
hour break. Slightly briefer than usual break. And slightly earlier than usual. Alright. So. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, we left off with... Uh, Cornix arriving at the bridge. Cornix arriving at the bridge. Alright, so yeah. You just showed up. Yep. Yep. Ah, and who would this new member of your crew be? The devil. Verisong. <laughs> a I'm not relic good. from the Aeon of Strife, no oh. less. Having been placed in stasis for the better part of three millennia. Fascinating. I found him in a closet. <laughs> and how precisely and how precisely did he get into said closet? Apparently he was an acquisition hmm. while still stasis bound by the sons of creation. I would very much like to meet this Verasan, you said? Indeed. He is currently familiarizing himself with our ship. I'm certain we can arrange for you to interact with him. Certainly. In the meantime, uh, and I'll look over, is there anybody on the bridge that's particularly looking like through the inventory or through acquisition logs, not just trying to get the ship moving? Uh, there's a couple of people, yeah. Uh, are any on my crew, or are they all? Are they members of? The They're squad? almost all on your crew. Yeah, I just want to make sure it wasn't like one of the people of the task force whiskey. No, no, it's mostly your crew. Right. I mean, I'll reach over and and I'll, shit I'll, I'll has been inventoried. I just reach over point that out. mentally. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I don't think you coordinated with any of my crew, did you? No, you because go. nobody told me that your crew gets shit and they <laughs> don't <laughs> unless um, I find out. Oh, you there. And I'll bring them, you know, sort of mentally wave them over. I'd like you to go through the acquisition logs of this ship and see if you can determine where they managed to pick up and how long ago they managed to pick up uh, a prisoner. And I'll look over at Cornix. Where exactly was he kept? He provided the coordinates to our adjutant. Hmm. I mean, on the ship. I'll name whichever sub-level yeah. I found him on. <laughs> yeah. I'll pass that along. Basically, I want them to look through the logs and see what the what the what the black site has in in in, in particular to say about their acquisition of that particular with person. Records of storage locker. Whatever. Zeta B two. Right. <laughs> because well, I, while I have no and back to Cornex, while I have no doubt that our friend knows where he went into stasis, I somewhat doubt that that's the only place he's been between there and here. So, perhaps they have others of our kind elsewhere in stasis. Which reminds me, Stone. Have we acquired detailed information on the <coughs> locations of the other black sites and hopefully some level of confirmation codes that will allow us access to them once we arrive? Oh, I've got a way in. It's not going to be pretty, though. 
But will it be fun? That's the question you ask. I could. You know, it's been so long, I don't even know what fun is anymore. Ask, ask your friend Zaxithras. He can explain it to you thoroughly. I'm sure. But it's certainly going to be interesting. God damn it, Jeremy. <laughs> I do what I can. Well then, <laughs> shall we have a meeting? I think that's something you Terrans like to do quite often. Yes, but uh, first, and he reaches over and slams a button. <laughs> and there's a lurch on the ship. Everyone ah! feel this almost anyone who wasn't sitting down or strapped into something feels like we're going to ludicrous speed. <laughs> to ludicrous speed. <laughs> Rachel is on the floor down in the cargo bay. Hopefully the fire bat suit didn't fall on top of her. Yeah, well, yeah. Hopefully not. We all know. Uh, no, it probably landed, it probably landed next to you. Shouted, shouted into the ether of the ship, Who the fuck nibbits made me spill my drink? Delicate <laughs> medical equipment. What? Meanwhile, those of us with magnetic boots on just... <laughs> Yeah, those, those of you with mag boots successfully secured to the floor just yep. as everything I mean, is for a minute. I was still in my power suit, but that does not help drink from being not spilled. <laughs> I mean, not not to mention, if your feet were kicked up on the table, your mag boots True. would not have been hooked to the ground, so you might have fallen over. <laughs> Which would have made it even more awkward. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh... I can't stand up using just my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I pull up the I pull up the console again on my crystalline computer array and send another message back to the Akundalar. We've taken off for hyperspace. <laughs> Vera's, Vera's voice comes over the ship, and we've taken off in hyperspace, jump. Oswald, through that comm, says, no shit. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 the calm reading comes back. Uh, response from the Akundalar, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's in a, she has a personality matrix. She can convey that perfectly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll indicate it over to Cornix. I think you might need to train your crew to be a little bit more civil. We are so professional. <laughs> you can fuck right off. It appears to be a terrible idiom to reference excretions in a variety of contexts. Yes. As to whether it is socially appropriate or not, given the various circumstances through which one encounters such uh, terminology, we are still running studies. (laughs) (laughs) We're just trying to figure out what the shit means in language. I know that the Terrans of my crew have been curtailed in their more crude habits. And I'll send just a mental flick to one of the Terrans in the room, like so that they know I'm paying attention to them. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's this slight grumbling under the breath, but nothing major. <laughs> yeah, Cornix just gives you a very level look, and then walks out of the room. 
because god damn it i'm a nerazim we're the independent bastards of the terror oh you've uh, you've and by this point you've seen that there are nerazim among my supplicants yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> he is not impressed but <laughs> uh a short while later uh, an amount of time passes and the there's a similar lurch, but you're all more prepared for it this time around. Uh, as the ship comes, as the the black site comes out of hyperspace, you note that an object this large has a lot more forceful impact entering and leaving hyperspace than, say, the Akundalar, which is just a small cruiser, compared to a flying fortress. Um, but uh, it comes out, it comes out of hyperspace right around the orbit of the uh, of. Uh, Unity Station. And Stone's voice comes over uh, not only Black Sight, but also a Kundalar comms. Alright, looks like we've arrived back at the station. Anyone who needs anything from... Anyone who needs anything from the station should probably go get ready for disembarkment. Did anybody tell the station that that we were coming? Because otherwise, a very hostile... Okay, good. (laughs) <laughs> a very yeah. hostile looking gigantic ship just came out just of dropped hyperspace. out of hyperspace right outside right on their doorstep Hi guys. Yeah, it been... did. she also whined a little bit about like murder but yeah, it was definitely uh, it was definitely a good thing that Ava warned them ahead of time but I also complained about the mass murder we did to get the ship good so, and I'll, I'll let my crew know that once we land, they can take off and go back to their duties. Alright. Ornix is going to go find Ava. The black site sets itself down on Unity Station, very much like a command center setting down, and it, uh, uh, the members of your agency make their way to their ships. Uh, yeah, specifically... makes it not leaving the ship or any of the main places where the, where the useful inventory is stored until they are off the ship. Mm. And you must be able to be in a lot of different places. Oh no, I mean, he can only be in one place at a time, but he's going to go then and check all of those places against the inventory he's done. And also other members of Task Force Whiskey are in the other places that he can't check at the same time. So... <laughs> Oswald invited uh, Varys on to the cockpit of the Kundalar while we just waited to to disembark and talk during the hyperspace travel. He's recording this whole thing, but yeah, he's talking. Just had a light <laughs> conversation. Just had a light yeah. conversation with an ancient relic. <laughs> yeah, just making small talk. <laughs> Stop being good at being from our planet. Makes me look bad. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Um, and Tarek uh, makes his way to the to Unity Station to get any supplies that they needed from his list, um, and then prepares to take off uh, with the rest of the crew. Um, but the the black site lands, and about. Five minutes after it lands, a battalion of Dominion soldiers is entering the ship to sort of scour it, make sure there's nobody left, make sure that they've got everything secured. 
Ooh, why aren't they thorough? Um, Ava's in the med bay. Okay. All right. I'll stroll down to the Akundalar to meet with our ancient Protoss. Uh, how much renown did you get? Um, for taking the black site? Yeah. You said like twenty-five. Uh, the you're through honor completing a major quest. It was fifty, actually. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, then I was 50, short. Fifty honor. Five zero. I will put another twenty-five in. Ava Sweet, is there anything you require from Unity Station in way of supplies? I'd like to acquire some additional med packs. Of course. Also, we need to make sure Dirk sleeps before any more fights break out. Otherwise, we won't have a member anymore. Very well. Pull out my communicator. Dirk Garrick. I require you to take eight Sir? hours of rest, starting immediately. This is an order. Carry on. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> There's about a 30-second pause as he tries to figure out, and then it hits... Uh, sir? Yes. Um, uh, I will be happy to do so. Once we make sure that everything on the ship is 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 still here and secure, as long as well, he doesn't start any fights, <laughs> do your best to remain absent from conflict situations. Then and then report to your bunk. I'll try. Can't promise anything. Beep. All right. Uh, so the, the Dominion forces secured the black site, uh, make sure they got everything off of it. Um, while you guys are resting, um, Va, uh, Verisan makes his way off of the ship to meet with Artanis and the, the other members of the Daylom to catch himself up. Uh, it, I was going to but... take him to the archivist and have a show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but um, Stone comes to meet with the rest of you Uh, and so I found out where we got our ice cube from indeed Uh, looks like the uh, Sons of Creation found this tomb that he was talking about and couldn't get their way in past the automated defenses. Looks like this guy was set up as a guardian to keep watch on the facility. They had intended to bring him in and see if they could scan his brain, but looks like he was able to block telepathic uh, entry even while he was in stasis. And they were trying to figure out a way past it when we showed up. Hmm. Fascinating. Damn. Well, with any luck, that means they have not pierce the Tomb of Ancients, and do not have access to the Zelenaga technology. I should, point out, I should point out that's also the current location of Black Site 1. Well, then. Magnificent. It sounds like we can handle two birds with one of your human idioms. You were almost there. <laughs> were you making a, trying to make a pun about his name? 
I've been practicing so hard. Very well. Have we found a location for Black Sight 2? It's been recommended that we attempt to strike both simultaneously. Yeah, I've got that information headed up to the Dominion. So the current running plan, because Task Force Renegade won't let us just blow up Black Sight 1, is that we're, the Dominion's fleet is going to drop in on Black Site 2 around the same time as we're infiltrating our way into Black Site 1. We're going to retrieve the final member of Task Force Renegade, and we're going to blow the drive core. Mm. Excellent. Well, what was the morality check thing again? Uh, willpower or mental training, your choice. Okay. Blowing the drive core seems so wasteful, though. There's so many goodies on their ship. Yeah, and there's also a bigger standing army than on this black site. So. Mm. Very well. Last time was a natural one. Tis a shame. I'm sure there will be efficient enough scrap afterwards. Yeah, you're welcome to pick through the salvage. <laughs> we certainly will. Out of character, he's gonna kill us all. You you other players realize this, right? You this are. isn't just me. <laughs> I've got a thing. Which he? Because yet, yeah, the answer is yes. I mean, John. <laughs> I mean, yes, but also William. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, William's job. We're very aware of this. I don't know what you're talking about. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't alone in understanding that. Okay. Uh, Out of curiosity, wouldn't detonating the drive core of a ship that massive... Be catastrophic for the ancient Protoss architecture upon which it sits. Maybe, but it's also not ancient Protoss, it's Zelnaga. We'll see then. Although, as I recall, out of character, do I know what that means? Uh, Zelnaga is the precursor race that came before literally everything else in the Kapuru sector. Though, as I recall, being Zelnaga didn't stop your... James Rayner from thoroughly wrecking various valuable bits of technology in his little crusade. Actually... I think you'll find that the only Zelnaga tech he really interacted with is still standing, actually, today. I was thinking the Zelnaga world that they went through in trash bits of. <laughs> Anyways. Alnar is still there. Yeah, it is, mostly. <laughs> well, 
in that case, we will resupply and wait for the other coalition forces to be prepared for our assault. Hmm. How do I have, uh, since we're here now, do I have any idea how long it would take to uh, upgrade my my sweet, sweet sniper rifle now? Uh, basically to give it the twin link trait. Uh, sure, make me a science roll. Attach a second barrel to the already destructive sniper rifle. We'd have to, yeah. you'd have to like... Jesus. Double barrel your sniper rifle. Ha- that is such a, like, what? scrappy sci-fi westerny thing. Wouldn't you have to, like, like it's a double barrel breech-loaded sniper rifle. Uh, I mean, wouldn't you have to like buy a second no. sniper rifle? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that is. It depends on what tier it is. So a tier one would just be an extra five grand, which I really hope that the information that I gleaned from my conversations is worth. <laughs> I feel like a, a double barreled sniper rifle. Is well, the most American thing that has ever been thought of. It's not <laughs> no. American. It's space I American. Gone they barrels, use more dark Except tape. it's too expensive. <laughs> the only thing that it is missing is literally being wrapped in a flag. No, <laughs> the bullets actually are painted in red, white, and blue. There you so go. Perfect. Spin, and there's just one single star right on the tip. And it's just boom. And we've got fifty bullets. Yeah. No, it's a, no, it's it's a fifty caliber rifle. That's where the fifty is. Yeah. And yeah. if you if you miss, it explodes into an eagle. <laughs> Even yeah. if you hit, it explodes into an eagle. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then There's an eagle no... just claws your face. Okay. Yeah, the, the flash suppressor. I think we just gave them the right. premise for the next Saints Row game. Because <laughs> <laughs> if that yes. does, use a gun, there, and and the noise that it makes isn't actually a gunshot. It, when you pull the trigger, it, it just sounds like somebody yelling "Freedom!" Freedom! No, no, no. <laughs> no it's it's not it's not somebody yelling "Freedom." It is the it is the sound of freedom. Yeah, <laughs> the Liberty Bell. <laughs> I speak freedom. What That's does freedom, freedom sound like? A bald eagle's cry. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, that was more of a gut punched crowd, but I mean, <laughs> we get what you're going. For. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think the appropriate answer there, from a stereotype standpoint, is the sound of freedom is a bar, is a bald eagle's O sound. <laughs> <laughs> Overlaid by a crate of tea being thrown into a harbor. Yes. All right, so I want to apologize to everyone who's not American and maybe watching us. And everybody uh, who's American and maybe watching. I don't apologize for anything because I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> Correct answer. Uh, got punched sorry, with my sorry, Eagles cover Sorry, band. sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, what, right. what do I look like, a Canadian? <laughs> All right, so uh, your science role was not high enough to make any progress on that, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I wasn't trying to make it myself. I was trying to pay someone to do it, but okay. Oh, we can Either do way. that as well. Um, you'll be paying more than the regular price for it, though. You want me to do it? I don't know how familiar you are with guns. I'm familiar with science. 
Ava will science that gun into being better, whether it likes it or not. Science away. Okay, so science first lady. I'm going to be using the uh, Akundalar science table thing that Cornix found out has special properties. Yeah, use that engineering bay. I can't wait for the natural one. I don't, I don't remember what, if any, special properties there are, but I just remember that there was something. Uh, did I tell you guys what it was, and did you write it down? Uh, yes, you did tell me what it was. I did write it down. Honestly, I think it was only that I can work, I can use the tools in there to work on Protoss tech as well as Terra. That might have been it, yeah. Okay. I believe that was the So idea. it's just a plus 13. Sorry. Um, well, mine's a plus 8, so... Wait. I... You just missed it literally by one. Yeah. Okay, this game hates rolling over like 10 for me. (laughs) (laughs) You rolled an 11. Uh, There was an entire half of the die that I missed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you sure you're not just rolling like a D12? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you're not familiar enough with the type of weaponry or the thing that he wants to do with it. Do it yourself. You could probably pay someone to do it, but it would probably cost you a lot more than just making it yourself. Yeah. And Cornix is going shopping. I'll go with Cornix. He's not telling Barazon. Ava's going when he to leaves get the ship. Bazaron. Whichever one you are. Bazaron. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to follow you when you leave the ship. So you, 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 you I'm going to go get you notice that Bazaron is starting to follow you. Kind of glance over his shoulder. What do you need? I've never been on this Unity station. I figured you should show me around. Very well. He walks straight to the Zerg section. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> she, follow- she follows. As, you, as you're walking, you can see overlords flying in the sky, and there's a, a small bit of spreading creep on the ground here as you approach the cave system that marks the area where the Zerg make their home underneath Unity station. Mm, you know all the lovely dating spots. I'm sorry. Okay, now you're just leaning into it. This is not a phenomenon that I have understood. Is this a Terran social construct? I believe it is. They've spoken to me on it a couple of times. I understand that that's a phrase they use. Fascinating. This is where the Zerg contingent of the Swarm, who has taken part in the construction of Unity Station, tends to reside primarily. You will occasionally see members of... (laughs) their race wandering about, but they tend to keep to themselves for the most part. Hmm. Of course, the Terran sector lies primarily around the docking areas, but I am on my way to acquire some supplies, uh, similar to some of the items that your supplicants brought you, I believe. Ah, This way. Continue following. All right, so you make your way over to the uh, the forge. Yep. Um, he's going to be looking for a psionic amplifier. Um, it's 
factor of four that the cost goes up if you want to get a second tier one, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Also, are there any second tier med packs I can purchase? Yes. Is there a limit on that? Mm, we're in the final stretch, so I'm saying no. All right. The answer is no. Oswald, being disappointed, heads to the Emojin Consulate. Is there one of these... Is there one of your... Templar archives here? Indeed. I will be stopping by there soon as well. Hmm. I have an interest in there. Excellent. All right. Um, So, uh, Oswald, you make your way to the Emotion Consulate and walk your way in. Uh, That familiar sort of dour-looking fellow at the front desk just looks up. Oh, I see you've returned, Oswald. What can I do for you? I mean, it's what I can do for you guys. You should know by now, every time I walk in, I got something good. Yes, you have had a good record thus far. So what would you say if I told you that I had recordings of a Protoss from the Aeon of Strife? I would say bring proof or it didn't happen. <laughs> Picture didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no shit, right? Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll uh, pull the little, uh, I guess... SD card, whatever equivalent, out of his uh, face mask and hand it over to him. Basically, right. the the whole time that they were in hyperspace, that he that he had a conversation with the the Protoss. All right. Uh, so he pours over the information for a bit, and you don't see any real facial expression, but you see a bit of an eyebrow twitch as he's looking over this uh, this information. And he just kind of reaches under the desk and pulls something and sets a crit stick <clears throat> on the counter. Uh, well, is there any way I can check it <laughs> before yes. I say, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'll check it. Uh, it has 7,000 credits on it. Oh, yeah. Pleasure doing business with you. Should be back soon. And I will turn and walk out. <laughs> All right. And go look for the best goddamn gunsmith there is. Um, how long does it take to load a memory crystal with memories? By the way, uh, it does not say in augmentation crystals. I don't think it or does. gear. It just says that you can. It doesn't say. How long it takes, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they give you uh, detailed uh, info on that. Uh, As everyone's looking things up very quickly, I am, if not stopped, I am taking 10 credits from the communal stash so I can have lots and lots of awesome med packs. I'll say it takes like a minute. Okay. I was going to uh-huh. say, you could add 10 of mine. After receiving the memory crystal, I would have started loading it with all the memories I have of the uh, of the Chain of Ascension. 
and all the information okay. that I had regarding it. Okay. Uh, I would like you to make an intelligence check. Sweet. Just a flat intelligence roll? Yeah. Um, would leadership perhaps have anything to do with it? No. And Cornix is looking... So, <clears throat> if any of that information got into someone who wasn't Taldareem's hands, whether or not the information was actually relevant, but the idea of someone willingly giving Taldareem secrets to someone who is not Taldareem, Alarak would probably hunt someone down and kill them if you found out. Oh, uh, never mind then. I was trying to get more money. <laughs> like, just pointing out, you know, leader of the Taldarim, not a big capacity for bullshit, especially if he finds out about it. Yeah, never mind. Um, so, Kornix is trying to find an Uraj fragment, an Argus crystal, and a psionic amplifier. And you can find them. If you have an honor for them, go ahead. Okay, yep, that'd be a hundred honor all told, and I've got just over that, so we will requisition those. And then he's going to swing by the archives as well um, and pass along uh, to Archivist Aldarin, who's the, been the one who's interested in the, the Terran info. Mm -hmm. um, he's going to go to him... And ask if there's an information he would like information on an Aeon of Strife discovery that has recently been made. Uh, you, you approach Archivist Alderan and he looks up at you. You say Aeon of Strife. Indeed. What kind of discovery? A living relic might be the best descriptor. There is a Protoss that we have found in stasis named Verisan. Verisan? The Blade of Kaas? Indeed. He has returned to us, and if you would like, I would be happy to send him your way, should he have time to spare. The missing third disciple of Kaas himself has returned to us. It's the very same. This is spectacular. We're quite fortunate to find him and be able to release him from his stasis holdings. You, you say you found him where? As we carried on our official missions for the Dominion, we found him imprisoned in a independent terrorist base. Fortunately able to release him from his confinement before any 
unpleasantness arose from their acquisition of his person. This bodes ill, the idea that Terrans could locate some of our ancient sites before we could. There are many things currently that are disconcerting and fearsome about the capabilities of some of these races, which I believe is why the coalition between us is as important as it is. Indeed. Still, this information is grand. The find of one of our most ancient members is spectacular. In that case, I will have him report to you as soon as he is available. And out of game, you're asking for more honor. Uh, sure. <laughs> I'm next to him and was involved in it. Yeah, but you're not the one. I have no right. idea who this person is. <laughs> oh, you know very well who I am. Of course I do. Uh, rescuing captured allies is worth 20 honor. Considering the rarity of this individual, we're going to say 30 honor. Cool. Anything else you need? Nope. All right. So not going to drop is, off stuff about the Sons of Creation until that's actually... To claim all the rewards, I have to kill the rest of the crew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, it's like I had said... It's yeah, almost I like I said Jeremy something about this, this but... not 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. And you all... <laughs> just open the airlock in mid-space flight. <laughs> Alright. So... This is why we need all the guns. You can only no. We just need the one. one if I can get this upgrade. <laughs> yes, but you know what the nice thing about having a, a gajillion guns is? You is never have to you? take time to reload. Only if they're all already loaded. <laughs> okay, Reaper. Oh, they are all loaded. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Also, most of those guns were for the black site. I mean, nobody said anything about that. They are on the Akundalar. (laughs) The guns are now on board the Akundalar. We have the best armory ever for a ship of our size. Pretty much. Oh, what does this do? (laughs) We have guns aplenty. We have swords. We have... Um, at least one rocket launcher. Yeah, we have rocket launchers. We uh, have a Goliath that my SCV repaired. Where'd you Thanks get an SCV? That. I'm a pirate queen. Someone under her command has an SCV. Yes. Okay. We have all the things. I have a multiracial crew, much like Unity Station, but less ethical and moral. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who needs ethics anyway, right? I find they've only gotten in the way. (laughs) 
All right. Um, if nothing else, I will start. I will figure out a way to launch the power suits themselves at you. <laughs> if nothing can, else, I'll just heal people. Oh, I can already do that. Yeah, that doesn't help you. Throw. you. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, All right. So. Uh, as you as you all make your preparations, um, Oswald, do you find your way to Bob's guns? Of course, it's Bob. Bob's oh, so Bob. reliable. Bob is the best gunsmith. Best and Bob's. <laughs> That's what it's called. And they're actually called Bob's guns. Oh damn it! <laughs> How far away are we from the ship? By the way, fortunately, it's right miles? next to Bob's Burgers, which is yeah, about 30 yeah, the other right. store. So, so we're within a hundred miles. Is what you're saying? Probably, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Instead of a council of Ricks here, there's a council of Bobs. All right, so you make your way into Bob's guns. Uh, and there's a there's a, a, a gentleman at the front desk who is sort of probably going up in years, but he's got that blacksmith look. He's got the, the, the hair pulled back tight with a bandana over the top, the big bushy graying beard. You know, somewhat stockier build, the big broad muscles, but he, he he looks at you as you enter. What can I do for you? I walk up to the counter, put my sniper rifle on the counter and say, what would you think about putting another barrel on this? Ah, double your gun, double your fun, huh? That's right. Well, I like that already. Let me see what I can do about this. I mean, he picks the sniper rifle up and starts pouring over it. I'm gonna roll science check for him. Uh, That's the guy to find. (laughs) So every now and then you're hearing screams coming from Dirk's bunk in his sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. For no particular dirt. reason. I don't think I'm getting my rest. <laughs> <laughs> if you are not mechanically getting your rest, I will find some sedatives and make you. Great. Find something out of character. Find something that can pierce telepathy or that block <laughs> telepathy. I actually think in the crew credits we have just enough to get that, but it's not actually legal. <laughs> I have a, I have a hundred. We're mi- not actually legal. <laughs> I, 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 I have a hundred mile radius on my telepathy, and I like to pick on Dirk. <laughs> he is asleep. Though. I can't he, justify being aware of that. No, he, he is asleep. So it's not as clear as you're wanting it to be. Oh, He's still fine. asleep. I don't know. It's it's meant to just be vague whispers in his dreams. <laughs> it's not a restful sleep, but you are resting. So, okay. Uh, the kind of and thing that going... when he wakes up, he'll be very paranoid about certain things. <laughs> He's just gonna uh, fucking shoot you. That's all it's gonna be. He's <laughs> gonna backlash your... on you. What tier is your sniper rifle? The range? What tier is it? Oh, it's just a tier one. Okay. Um, this is one that I found. Uh, so, running this kind of upgrade, 
for parts and work time. I could probably have it done in a couple of hours, but it's going to take you 7,500 credits. Oswald will grab the cred stick that he just got, then uh, hand that over, and uh, that's loaded with all of his other credits, too. So now, I have ten credits (laughs) of personal funds. (laughs) So you spent almost all of your money on this? Yeah, (laughs) 99.9%. All right, give me about a couple hours, come back, I'll probably have this gun set up for you. Many thanks. And that's a real southern accent, for those of you who are unaware. (laughs) That is. (laughs) He will go next door to Bob's Burgers and just window shop because he can't afford one. But no, yeah, he'll he'll wait around. All right. Uh, so, a couple hours later, you head back, and Bob, uh, or, well, you assume Bob, you haven't actually gotten his name. Um, you you walk back in, and this this fellow behind the counter is uh, tooling with a pistol. He's like, "Ah, oh, you're back. Um, guns right there." He points at the wall, and you can see the sniper rifle has. Added an extra barrel, and it looks almost seamless. Like, you can hardly see where it was added on. It almost looks like the gun was manufactured that way. Um, but the extra barrel is sort of underslung right beneath it, and there's the, 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 the gun itself has been widened a little bit to add the extra firing chamber. Uh, and it looks kind of like a cannon now, because you've added the extra barrel, it looks a little menacing. Looks more um, like a Winchester rifle that grew a, that grew on steroids. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> you know, the, the, the way that the Winchesters are sort of a metal rod to stabilize the actual barrel. Yeah. Only that metal yep. rod is actually another barrel. Another barrel, yep. <laughs> and kill basically, basically, Torb upgraded his turret. <laughs> yeah. I have great plans. Why did you guys beat me to both of those jokes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roger. I'm just and very glad you're on the same page as us, Aaron. Quick it, on makes me feel, it makes me feel very good. So, yeah, that that's a that's a thing of beauty. Worth every penny. Well, glad yep. you like it. I hope you have a good time with your double gun. Yep. I hope so too. I don't. I don't double see gun, me not shoot. smiling anytime I shoot this. <laughs> well, that's our motto: guns are going to smile to kill people with. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst motto in the history yeah, that of motto. That sounds like something a serial killer would say. But... Well, I'm not, I'm not going to say Bob was the sanest kind of guy when he opened up the chair. Yeah, I didn't ask. He he I made this awesome, awesome thing. I'm not. But yeah, so yeah, I'll walk out and... Bob's guns. We put a smile on your gun. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy books. Somebody somebody took the exact wrong lesson from Something Wicked This Way Comes. (laughs) (laughs) Or he just really liked Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker. 
to put a smile on that face. Uh, Alright. So you got your double gun. barrel sniper rifle. Magic trick? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's my line. Want to see a magic trick? Vroom, vroom. And we all return to the ship, presumably. Yeah, so, return to the ship. Um, as you as you make your way to the ship, uh, you all get a day to rest. Awesome. So you, you all you all, you all get the equivalent of a long rest. You get your healing thresholds back. You get your hit points back. You get your exhaustion removed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Cornix is going to ask Vazaran if she wants to spark. Why certainly. One always loves to stretch one's limbs. Break in a new weapon, as it were. That too. All right. I ignite the double size, the, the double size scythe. <laughs> the double size scythe. Uh, it's, side double scythe. Side double scythe. There it is. Side so These two crimson red blades erupt from either end, going in reverse directions as she holds up this long black black iron shaft. I desperately want to see what this will do to a person. I know that Cor- feeling. Coronix will ignite his spear. Whereas before it was just a very broad, long blade of green energy, the, the energy has gone much paler now, and there are actually wisps of flame coming off of it. Because you Raj crystals are fucking awesome! But, uh, he will, of course, be pulling all of these blows and not actually striking for flesh. Yes, Fazeron will be as well. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Something about the way you say that makes me not quite believe you. I mean, just enough so that it penetrates the shield, but not right. further. Oh, yeah, no. Shield strikes are fine. Because Bane Blades don't care about shields. <laughs> right. Alright. Go ahead and attack each other if you feel like it. Yep. Hang on. I don't have my scythe not programmed in yet, so I have to manually do it. Uh, what's the what's the attack speed on slow? Uh, you literally only get one attack unless you get unless you take uh, swift strikes, I think, and have enough agility. I do have plenty of agility, and that's good. But I don't I don't know if it's Encounter rules, actions, actions, attack speed, slow, one strike per round. Okay. Yeah. In that case, we're going to heavy strike. (laughs) Having to find details. Because everything... There it is. Okay. Um... Yeah, okay. So. That. 
Okay, does the uh, the double scythe, you have to take the uh, talent to let you strike with both ends during a turn, right? Or I is it... I don't know. Okay. Well, uh, I believe it, that. it basically just qualifies as also a defensive weapon. Yeah, it also qualifies as a defensive weapon. I don't think I can do two attacks with it. Not a defensive weapon, a double weapon. Yeah. It doesn't have the defensive trait. Yeah, double weapon. When when the character has a weapon with this trait drawn out and drawn, and they perform the bob and weave action, they add the weapon's accuracy bonus for ah. their defense against melee attacks. Cool. Which is interesting because this weapon doesn't have an accuracy bonus. So, unless you unless you tear up tear it up, then yeah, it will. that would that I didn't have the renown or honor to do that because <laughs> it would have cost more than I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh well. Does a twenty-seven hit you? Uh yes, yes it do. Yeah. Does a thirty-seven hit you? Uh, yes. <laughs> awesome. So we're just. <clears throat> but where your thirty-seven hits me and then hits my shields and does not take my shields down. Um, mine just goes right through your shields. Mm-hmm. As yep. if they it just, weren't it there. It just, swoosh, like a knife through butter. But <laughs> the butter is gone. <laughs> like the butter is gone. <laughs> like a knife through butter that no longer exists. <laughs> right. Like a knife through air where butter once was. Yep. An 11, however, misses. A 21 hit you? Um, not bobbing and weeping, so yes. <laughs> nice. So yeah, we'll probably do that for like an hour. Yeah, just going back and forth, probably in the cargo bay, dancing around like Pokemon. Yeah, the, 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 two, the two of you spar for a while. <clears throat> but at the end of your day of rest, uh, you do get a message from... Uh, the council from Admiral Horner in the comm room. Okay. I'll be there. At least one of you goes to take it. Same. Yes, no. I mean, I'm assuming I'm still asleep. (laughs) I mean, this is almost a day later, so you've probably woken up by now. Okay. He's not leaving his room. <laughs> yes, you were You were only ordered to take eight hours of rest. What you do with your ensuing time is entirely at your own discretion. Yeah, but I'm, I'm figuring that that gets extended out at least to 12. Oh, yeah, probably. To account, so that I actually have a healing threshold <laughs> while being fucked with. Once you wake up, it stops. <laughs> Oh, well, that's all better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, you go to take you go to take the call and Admiral Horner's face appears on the screen. Ah. Tad Force Echo. It's good to see you. Admiral. So, we've got coordinates for the remaining two black sites and a plan to move forward. Excellent. We are at your disposal. You 
Task Force Echo will be infiltrating Black Site 1 to retrieve the final missing member of current Task Force Renegade. After that, you are free to do what you will with the Black Site so long as it is destroyed. Uh, with that area is rumored to be the, the current base of the leader Rasputin, and so we do not take any caution, any any, any we don't we don't take any risks with that place. Blow it sky high. Mm. Understood. Do you want proof of this Rasputin's death? Honestly, I don't know if I believe proof of Rasputin's death. Well, then we'll be sure to return with a limb, preferably an important one. Like the head. Nuke it from orbit, it's the only way to be sure. The head is not a <laughs> limb. The head is an appendage. I'm not... I'm still... Hornix so makes no evaluation or comment on this discussion, but just looks at Ava for confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still coming to terms with your Terran language. Oh, Rachel, Rachel didn't say that out loud. She's probably still avoiding whoever. But uh, Ava she... is pointedly reading her book. <laughs> Ooh, what book is it? Yeah, what book is it? It's all you do is read that book. Has it got sexy scenes in it? None of you know it's on a data pad. <laughs> oh, there are def- definitely sexy scenes in it. All no, the there scenes. really aren't. There, no, actually, well, that didn't sound convincing at all. Ava reads nothing but fanfic. <laughs> all the sexy scenes. I mean, I suppose the Leviathan could be interpreted as fanfiction, but not the kind you're thinking of. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, Horner continues. Don't. Just be careful in there as well. We don't know what's going to come up against you, and we don't know what you're going to be facing. If you can, you might want to try and see if you can get anything out of that Zelnaga temple while you're there. We might be able. You might find something that you can use. Oh, trust me, Admiral. That was definitely on our plan. In the meantime, Task Force Whiskey and a few battle cruisers will be taking out Black Site Two. That one's going to be more forceful. We know that there's nothing there that we need to that we need to hold on to. That one's going to be a battle. Understood. And Task Force Renegade, where will they be deployed? You hear a door. You hear a door slide open as several individuals shuffle into the door behind you. Task Force Renegade is going to be going with you, I'm afraid. As uh, Richter steps into the room. Excellent. Oh, the more the merrier. Yes, well, we did sort of start this whole thing. It would be remiss if we didn't see it finished. <laughs> Besides, we got one final crewmate to get back. Which one would that be? Yeah. The former captain of this vessel. Oh. He must be very important, then. No, we all hated him. <laughs> not that former captain. Previous. Yeah, not that former captain. Oh. Former captain. My apologies. Apparently, we did not hate that one. We did not know that Looks one. Looks over. Gets back to reading her book. <laughs> Tell me when you get to a good sexy scene. 
<laughs> well then, have, shall we? I have, I have two words for for Rachel: galloping abs. You'll thank me later. <laughs> well then. Um, but uh, Horn looks at the rest of you. This is going to be a dangerous mission, and there's a good chance that some of you might not make it back out alive. But you've all done the project proud, and today, I think if anyone can make it through this, it's you. As so Dirk luck, bites into something right next to the mic. <laughs> I, I would expect Dirk to just be like, chips. <laughs> yeah, big mouthful of chips. Just. <laughs> I mean, it was a we nice totally... solid crunch sound, too. It was yeah. great. It was like it was like studio quality crunching. Yep. That, was, should... that, was, some, that was some top-notch Foley art there, you should sir. Be a, yeah, you should be a Foley <laughs> artist, Jeremy. <laughs> Now he's now he's choking because he's trying not to laugh. We, well, we, we, we might die today. Better eat these chips. <laughs> okay, Jeremy might die for real. Let's <laughs> quick. Apparently, someone perform the Heimlich maneuver. Apparently, Rachel is rubbing off on dirt. <laughs> Rachel Jesus would Christ. Rachel would never eat chips at a moment you like get, this. You get behind him and put your hands on his abdomen and performs the Heimlich maneuver. I repeat. Dirk yes, is yes. not has not left his room. <laughs> oh god, I don't of course know not. Know Where do you think he found the chips? It's a <laughs> more, of a, more, of a, more of a gesture. More of a gesture. Oh. <laughs> suggestion, really. <laughs> the Heimlich suggestion. <laughs> you know, Doctor Heimlich says you should probably choke less. I literally thought. I, I I hadn't said something along of I thought I was muted because I was because I'd been <laughs> apparently I was not. Oh, it was, it was, it was nice, perfect timing. I'm gonna be honest. It was a nice. It was just really really nice solid chipping right there. Um, you might not make it out. <laughs> I'm just picturing Dirk with like a pickle in the background. What? What's that he said? <laughs> but. I appreciate the work that all of you have done for the task force, and I look forward to working with I look forward to working with you in the future on your eventual survival. So good luck. Good hunting. Admiral Horner out. Well Bring I hope I have just Well, I hope none of you disappoint that man. He seems to be genuinely honest. They always do until they're not. And Rachel should start a religion <laughs> with wisdom like that, man. <laughs> Today the we religion, be... uh, the faith of the sandwich. She yeah. can convert a whole bunch of Protoss and Zerg. <laughs> and we don't eat sandwiches. No, 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 Zerg. They were not interested in my sandwiches. First National Sandwich Church. Of course, and they are rivals of the Flying Spaghetti Monster faith. No, they will have a split-off religion. Crust or no crust. <laughs> and yet all the all those who cut, remove the crust from Sorry, their sandwich William's be burned at the stake as a heathen. This is, this is devolved. What was your, what was your first clue? <laughs> uh, that, we were, that we were playing The part today. where I started Googling Hobbs on sex because I genuinely did not remember. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and that's bad. I googled I really Duval hope Eagle's you had orgasm. Search, and what was his stance? <laughs> Share with the rest of the class. Um. Preferably on both. So. Hobbes' views on sex were based on Hobbes' overall view of things as coming from this naturalness and not natural primalness. Suddenly, the Akundalar suffers a fatal blood rupture. <laughs> hey, everyone is and, not and part and of the Absolutely no one actually cares. Uh, All right. Apologize to any actual Hobbesians I'm totally making fun of with this character. <laughs> All right. So the group of you gather your weapons and arms and provisions and prepare to move to the coordinates of Black Scythe One. Uh, as Verasan returns, uh, you notice that he has been re-outfitted with more modern equipment. His gear has been upgraded to Tier 2 Protoss Imperial Power Armor. Uh, he has a pair of side blades on his wrist, but he also has a size sword, which is the... It looks almost like the Strife Greatsword he wielded, but there's a thinner line of metal in the, in the center that forms a blade of psi energy as he grasps it. I kill him and take his gear. <laughs> <laughs> Do you take the gear? What? <laughs> All my gear is tier one, so. Yeah, well, you're not a figure of legendary importance, now are you? Yes, I am. I'm a Taldarim. We're all figures of legendary importance. In our own. GM, is that true? No. <laughs> we In all, their own heads, maybe. We all consider ourselves figures of legendary importance. Yes, that no. was true. <laughs> At least all the ones that aren't at the bottom of the chain. All right, focus. We're going to a yep. place. Yep, yes. we're going to a place. So you take off in orbit, or you take off in orbit, and you hit the warp drive and make your way to the coordinates that you were given. You arrive at a green, lush planet that has been completely grown over. There's like almost no sign that civilization was ever here, but you do know that there is at least one Zelnaga temple hidden somewhere on its surface. Um, immediately, uh, Operative Lawson starts uh, giving a scan of the of the planet. He talks to Vera, and the we just the the, the equipment starts scanning the planet properly. Who's Operative Lawson? Nightfall. The ghost. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I needed it explained because I didn't know. <laughs> Good for him. Joshua I'm just, Lawson. I'm just waiting to kill things. Okay, so getting increasingly bored as I wait. Uh, after after a moment of scanning, Vera speaks up. Well, uh, I've got a location for you. I think I found your. Temple. I've also found your black site, and well, you're gonna want to see this. Uh, I'll go and, see it. Uh, yeah. 3D, a 3D image shows up in the comm room of the black site itself, and it's just a sort of rotating 3D image. It looks very similar, but it's got sort of the spec the, the spectrum outlining of the layout that you know, 
And from the area where you know the drive core should be, there is this massive purple glow that is sort of illuminating the entire facility. Hmm. Their drive core is operating at their drive core is operating at about ten thousand percent efficiency. I feel like if we blow that up, we'll take the whole planet with us. There's something powering it that is beyond anything we could normally expect out of a power source. Can I try and, like, psi-sense that? Me too. Go ahead and roll me a psionics roll. This isn't going to be a manifest. Roll me a psionics skill check. Just a psionics skill check? Psionics skill check. Just to check, how long did it take us to get here? Uh, like, 30 minutes. Okay. Duly noted. 24 on the psionics. 26. Well done, Vazeron. I got an 8. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as the two of you try and extend your minds out to try and get a sense of what is near that area, there's this low, low-growing... And both of you end up reeling back in pain as the scream rushes through your heads. Um, thought blocking? (laughs) Yep. Just, just, nope. (laughs) (laughs) We're just gonna try and wall that little segment off. (laughs) It doesn't help, actually. Okay. Now that you're aware of it, it echoes for a good minute in your brain before you manage to actually get your senses together and block it out properly. <laughs> just like the, just the, the two Protoss sort of gets, just stand there and stare for a minute. <laughs> oh, wait, I have advantage on that. Um, Bottom thing starts twitching. <laughs> we have like no it- mouth and we must scream. <laughs> Like if you if you if you could if Protoss had noses they would both have heavy nosebleeds right now. Right. Um, I'm assuming with the thirty one I generally know what may have caused this. Uh heavy some kind of heavy mental backlash just stunned them. I cannot wait to get my hands on whatever that is and force feed it its own entrails. Rescued now. You ever I thought have... about, like, going to a spa? Because that's real dark. Uh, roll me... I was going to say, I have seen Ravenhall actually talking on recordings. Does it sound like him? Roll me an influence. Okay. Me or him? Him. I feel like a nice spa would help you relax and mayhaps forget about entrails. Uh, perception Maybe. is... Uh, oh, no. Sorry, you said influence or perception? Perception, because that's, that's the sense motive thing. Okay. I'm not certain what this spa of yours is, but unless it's decorated with the blood and bones of my enemies, I'm not particularly interested right now. That would be an interesting scheme for a decorating company to pursue. 24. Uh, One, it sounded like a scream of pain more than anything else, and two, yes, it sounded like Ravenhall. Mm -hmm. Actually, Vazaran, I believe... We have found the first evidence that our extraction target is definitely here. Should I inform Task Force Renegade? 
Are they elsewhere, or are they standing uh, right there with still, us? They're still right oh. there with you. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I thought they were in the ship with, no, with they're, they're, the they're other in, in the task force worth of people. Well then, let's go in there, blow shit up, and get him out. Your captain, Shauna Briggs, is seemingly being tortured by some means. We like really... To the end of powering this structure. We've really got to teach y'all how to deliver bad news, because that ain't it. There's a way to deliver information other than simply saying it. Yeah. Yeah, there is. an analysis of the tactical situation at hand, Rachel. Right. Right. (laughs) I, um... I'm also picking up a defensive fleet, um, Vera says, as she highlights the images of several different flying vessels surrounding the surrounding the black site. Well, I believe we have a toy in the cargo bay that is designed to deal with flying vessels, don't we? Uh, yes, but the Goliath would need to be deployed groundside at some point. We can't really fire off those missile batteries while it's in our cargo bay now, can we? I have no idea how your Terran technology works. Insight check? Or Not with that work. attitude. Sure. That'd be protection, yes. <laughs> Against your we, influence. Why did we end up with her again, anyway? Uh, she's not hiding anything, so... She genuinely doesn't know. She has people for that. (laughs) (laughs) Is there... So... And that's kind of the base of what you pick up, Abe, is that she is so far removed from the rest of her group that she really doesn't even know what Terran Tech is. She just tells someone else to work it, and they work it. Because I'm not going to say she's awful, but... She's awful. <laughs> um, so we're in the black site right now. No, you're 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 in orbit above the planet right now. Okay. Yeah, they may. I mean, they've probably got oh. us on scopes, but they haven't really tagged us yet per se. Okay. That will probably change. And well, uh, well, if they have a fun. hostile defensive fleet of ships, I would recommend. We field our anti-air units as quickly as possible. Does I assume your ship is along for the ride. Does this ship yeah. not go invisible? No. Do we have cloaking abilities for the Akundalar? Unfortunately not. Hmm. Seems like an oversight. Like I said... Not so much an oversight, <laughs> simply a lack of resources and funding at this point. Not going to say would've... she's terrible, but she's terrible. Are you are you saying you don't have faith in my skills as a pilot to avoid getting shot? That wounds me. I mean, no one was saying it, but some of us might have been thinking Do it. any of you... Has Koronix explained to any of you what a Kundalar means? I am familiar with the term. I'm pretty sure it's that thing where you meet a guy in an alley for shifty stuff, and then he just sells you tickets to a chicken fight. <laughs> the Akundala, Is that right? 
Oh my god. <laughs> that was great. The Akundala is wow. the tip of the spear. Wow, Sarah. <laughs> Fucking wow. I'm just going to move right past it. Um, yeah, see, this is this is the part where you let your improv partners feel good and look good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and... <laughs> <laughs> The Akundalar oh, wow. is the tip of the spear, a title given to those Protoss warriors brave enough to be the first in battle. Also Wait, often the first to die. Wait, our ship I'm is even named after these mouthless assholes? I would assume... Define approved the name. Well then. Let us live up to the Akundalar. Yeah, but all that stuff about the spear part, right? And not the dying first part? Every aspect of it. Like I said, I'm not saying she's terrible, but she's terrible. <laughs> yeah, comedy's in threes, right, guys? Yeah. Yep. Well done. Um, well done, indeed. So, uh... Just so who's Richter? Richter kind of looks over the readout. Well, this is looking more and more like a suicide mission, isn't it? Jesus! I would prefer not. Does no one know how to talk nicely? I mean, we kind of don't have. They the time sent for a few task Vera. forces to take down on a large, well-defended base. Yes, this is a suicide mission. Adjutant Vera, is it possible to? approach the Tomb of Ancients without risking too much discovery Um, given the current deployment of the battlefield. Currently, uh, I'd have to say you'd have to approach from the other side of the planet and approach from within atmosphere. Uh, They are positioned off to one side of the temple, which means if you could come in from the opposite side, they might not notice you, but you couldn't come in directly above. What's, any of the you. what's the floor of their scopes? What's the lowest? What's the highest that we can fly without being detected? Um, uh, 60 feet off the ground. Verison is here, isn't he? Or 600 feet, rather. Yeah, he's in the room. I'll look over. Ancient One, were you alone in guarding that temple, or were there others? I was identified as the lone caretaker of this facility, as it was housed with powerful automated defenses that would oversee it in my absence. Is there any... Do you happen to know how to direct those automated defenses? I do indeed, but I would need to get within the temple. Well, why don't we approach the temple, get our friend inside... And see if we can't use its defenses to our advantage. Precisely my plan. They're here for I'm glad you communicated it so succinctly. Well done. Was it really, Cornex? Was it really your plan? Are you just trying to make yourself look good? There was one other warrior in stasis, other than myself, but he was to be awakened as a last resort. Well, perhaps it is time for that last resort. I think so. Pilot Oswald Ridley, if you would take direction from and work alongside Adjutant Vera to 
determine and plot the best course of approach, we will take the temple. All right. I'll walk up to the to the cockpit and suggest that everybody straps in because this is going to be fun. <laughs> I activate my mag boots. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sitting Same. down, activating mag boots. All of all of you move to combat positions. Uh, most of you end up leaving the. Uh, how, how many of you decide you want to stay in the comm room? I'm going to go to the to the cargo bay and just pace with my scythe out and on. Mm-hmm. I'm just assuming Cornix is that... staying in the the comms room for tactical purposes. Mm. I'm, I'm still in my, in my room. Suit. <laughs> I'm because nobody has gotten me point. yet. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to link my uh, communication array with the with the ship so that I can have so that I can pass my field of view on to where Coronix is so he can see if something happens in the cargo bay. I will be sitting in the fire bat, not thinking about what I would like to do to the woman pacing on the floor, <laughs> pointedly. <laughs> uh, welcome so to try. Then- as the as the ship as the ship begins to move into the atmosphere, uh, Coronix, as you're sitting in the corner of the room, just watching the rest of Task Force Renegade, as they're the only ones still remaining in the comms room, um, they have sort of a brief conversation. It's uh, as they as they're all looking over this schematic. Um, Doctor Rayana speaks up first. You know, this is the first time that we've all been back on this ship in quite some time. Uh, Richter speaks up. Yes, in fact, well, I hate to say it, but there are some good memories on this ship. Oh my god, if they're going to form Voltron right now, I'm going to freak the fuck out. <laughs> I thought they were going to, like, couple I up. I thought they were going to all, like, start having sex. <laughs> That's what uh, I said, but I said it nicer. Isn't that what I said? <laughs> Yes. Oh my god, it's full You're thinking of Aquarium. They gon' fuck. You are form, <laughs> arms, and legs, form, head, and body. Um, the, uh, the captain and his penchant for songs and all the time that we spent here, it wasn't the worst experience. Certainly helped alleviate some of the stress of being one of the infested. Shauna. Uh, yes, and the experiments that I've managed to get up to here were some of the finest works of my life. It's been quite some time. And Lawson actually is the one that speaks up. <laughs> and there were quite a few nights of wondering whether or not we were going to live to see the next dawn. Here's another one. <laughs> Jesus. There's, there's this, there's this low hum that sort of picks up first in uh, Richter's throat as they sort of pick up a tune that's been lost for months of for the years of them being separated, and it sort of carries a low song as they uh, circle the table, just looking over the base for one more, for one last mission. We should die. Die. We should all die together. Raise a glass of wine for the last time. And it's this sort of 
pick up this slow song as Cornix, you don't know enough about Terran history to know I see fire, but right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. They 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 work their way through most of I see fire as they sort of prepare for what might be the final mission of their of their lives. Meanwhile, down in the cargo bay, Rachel randomly explodes. We're not <laughs> sure why. She's thinking about taking you to a nice dinner in a fancy restaurant. I'm not sure what you're talking about. And I'm sure we would enjoy it very much. And the uh, yeah, because you don't have a mouth. I could eat all the dessert. <laughs> about thirty seconds into the song starting, it starts to play over the comm system of the ship as Vera picks it up. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, that's gonna help my state of mind. The, Thank uh, you. Uh, I mute. I mute it in the cockpit. <laughs> start hearing. Just, <laughs> it can play. It can play everywhere else, but I mute it in the cockpit. You start hearing. You start focus, hearing. God damn it! Start hearing Ed Sheeran's "I See Fire." <laughs> Meanwhile, in the cargo bay, I was gonna try and check on Dirk. I don't know what that is, and I really don't care. Can I get to killing something? You know, if we got to put up with your bad attitude, this is gonna go much harder for all of us. I just have no to the, idea what you're talking about. Just listen to the damn song, lady. You're a very grumpy person. <laughs> you should relax, oh. find some fun, enjoy your life. Rachel, so begins, the... Rachel begins thinking of all the things that a flamethrower can do to someone while they're at a lovely dinner together. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like over, as Oswald is flying in, just over the comms. Watch the flames burn over on the mountainside. As you crest through the uh, the atmosphere and bring the ship, roll me a pilot check. <laughs> Crash right. into the mountains to end the song. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, th- I think I threatened to do As that. As the for flames, else. wham! Let it go. Let it go. Oh yeah, just blow the power core right at that. <laughs> uh, Let it go. I'm not going to risk missing a mountain. <laughs> Make sure I got everything right. Natural one. Natural one. Yeah, if you TPK us, this fight becomes so much easier. Yeah. Actually, yeah. It would. Because that would eliminate my issue of fighting Teddy. <laughs> 22. That's all I'm really. Seven. All I'm really here to do, so. Wasn't. <sighs> Alright. So, uh, yeah, you bring you bring the ship crusting down just at the right height, and you manage to land it right down on the opposite side of the of the temple, and you set the ship down quietly, and you're pretty certain they haven't noticed you. Okay. Once we, once once there's that lurch of the Akundalar making contact with the ground surface, Corinix is like a blur down into the cargo bay, pound the door. The ramp is like probably about twenty five percent of the way open, and he is already out and going. All right. Yep. Moving on. Yeah. Is uh, I was while we were flying down, I was. If Shauna stopped singing, 
Uh, I was gonna ask her. If I mean, she it was, was the, taking... it was the entire group of them sharing a yeah. song. So. Yeah. Uh, but she's the she's the other pilot, so I was gonna ask if she's using the Goliath or if I get to have fun too. Take the Goliath. Take the Goliath. I have something else to pilot. Oh yeah, that's right. She's got her. Your sweet ass Thor and or Wraith, whichever one she wants. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I'll as soon as we touch down, I'm heading to the Goliath. So yeah, when we step out of the car when I step out of the cargo bay, is the temple immediately apparent or do we have a bit of ways to go to it? Am I muted? No, I'm not muted. Yeah, no, you're not muted. Nope. We are just we're just waiting on a response. While we're just considering it. It's an existential trouble here. Sorry, there's probably something being looked up by the GM. Um, yeah, Ava's uh, still trying to get knock yeah. on Dirk's door. As you guys rush the temple, Dirk is still in his room. Ava's Ava been trying is, to get you. Is there trying to knock on <laughs> yeah, your like, door? Like, as I cut- said. We've yeah. been getting cut off, but like it's like surprise ending. Ago, Dirk, Dirk is to dead. the best of my knowledge, he has Dirk no idea what the plan is. Yeah, so. no, but that's why he was going to his room as we right. were. Right. Yeah, Ava was coming to your room as you were pulling indoors. Okay. So, Dirk, did you end it all? Back to that point. Did you end it all before the battle? Yeah, oh, please, please tell me Dirk said, did not Hemingway on his shotgun. There's no, oh, there's no shame in this. He's just sitting in his room. Okay. Yeah, I like, as, as the ship is coming into orbit, Ava knocks on your door. Yep. We're suiting up. Oh. I... Where are we? Black Sight 1. Oh, okay. Along uh, with Ravenhall. Um, and to answer you know, the kids are also We're activating ancient precursor defenses to hopefully do... I'm not actually certain what. And... We're going to blow up the ship, but also rescue Ravenhall. Maybe... I'm There's some dueling motivations. I'm supposed to shoot shit? Yes. I, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> he gets in, his, <laughs> gets in his armor and grabs his guns and heads out. I don't know. It would have been kind of funny for Dirk to just Bronma the entire final mission. I mean, that would have been kind <laughs> of amazing. I, that, I'm not going to lie. That's kind of why I didn't fine. say I anything. I wanted to. because I had repeatedly said that I was going to check on Dirk. <laughs> I don't understand it, that reference. It would have been great if, like, there's a TPK and Dirk is the sole survivor <laughs> because it would have fit with his character history. So very well. <laughs> so fucking very well. Unfortunately, now Dirk's going to be the first to die, so. Hey, I could learn. <laughs> first in, first dead. That's what He doesn't means. know that. He wasn't there for that charming speech. It's true, he wasn't. Uh, but yeah, once Corinix makes it outside, he's just securing the landing zone. He's not pushing forward or anything. He's just trying to make sure we're not immediately going to get swarmed as soon as we get out here. I'm and for the temple. 
as as Verasan steps out, he just kind of looks up at the sky and closes his eyes and makes that motion that you would expect of someone of a Terran like taking in a breath of fresh air. But you know, he doesn't breathe the traditional way. Right. Which is to say at all. <laughs> um as I see him doing that, I'm just going to echo over to just between the three Protoss in the area. Um, a, a, a far more serious than she normally is statement. Undara manak- Manakai. Kinala Atum. And Varys uh, on like gets into almost a runner's crouch. As he puts his hand on the ground, ah, I am a Kundala, the tip of the spear, and he rushes forward towards the temple. Following, blade out. Quick uh, side broadcast to everybody who's still on the ship. We are proceeding to the temple. Follow as stealthily as you can. <laughs> yep. Clunk, clunk, clunk. Three armored Protoss are far quieter than the armored Terrans. <laughs> and, yeah, and Koranix is right on Bazaran's heels. So we have spear, we have uh, so size sword, size scythe, and size spear. Before the Protoss do too much bragging about how stealthy they are. <laughs> we don't have penalties. They can... They can brag all they want. Are we stealth or right. are we just running? Doesn't if mean you want, if you want to stealth, you can stealth. Is does it look like uh, Vaseron is is stealthing? Vaseron uh, to stealth. So Verasan. Verasan. is just sprinting. Yeah, I'm sprinting behind him. Captain said stealth. Yeah. I mean, I can't really stealth in a Goliath, but I'll try. Wait, <laughs> which one is our captain again? I am. Oh, green yeah. One. I for- what? We're color-coded for your convenience, green, red, and blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Rachel is, we, Rachel we is really colorblind. Are. So two of us are color-coded for your convenience. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's colorblind. She can't tell Vazaran and me apart. <laughs> Red, green, they look the same. So, <laughs> all y'all look the same to me. Dirk intends to be stealthy until stealth, he takes his way. first step. And okay. since he rolled a natural two, <laughs> which makes it a total of five, he just starts yelling and chasing after in Dirk style. Okay, <laughs> then I'm going to abandon my own attempt at stealth because I'm coming out with Dirk. Time for weapons! <sighs> what does Dirk walking sound like? It sounds like, die, motherfucker, die, motherfucker, die, motherfucker, die! <laughs> no, more like, which way am I going? How long has it taken us to get down oh, no. the ramp in terms of out of, ga- out of game time? <laughs> how, how far did you get away from the from the ship before you started breaking stealth, or just out of game? How long did it take you to get off the ship? One, no, I, I mean, out of uh, game... We off. took like half, not quite half an hour to get <laughs> out of the ship. In, ter- in terms of actual playtime, 
it's been, yeah, about, it's been about 20 minutes. Ship took us half an hour. <laughs> it's been about 20 minutes. Hang on. Anyway, you Dirk bolt running your does way. not sound like that. Dirk running sounds like Sylvester Stallone in Rambo, that bellow he does without needing <laughs> to take a breath. <laughs> like, ever. Oh, you mean the you mean the bellow cut. It's like you were yelling, so in this scene you're still yelling. Yes. Even though it's been like fifteen minutes since you started yelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright. So yeah, you keep you sprint your way through the forest, moving as fast as you can. Um Verison is moving incredibly fast. Augmentation discipline. <laughs> Me too. Um and you all crash your way through the underbrush as behind you um, Shauna Briggs is stomping her way through in a Thor uh, and the rest of the crew are following in their own style um, uh, Joshua Lawson is making his way through quietly but still swiftly you don't see him because he's cloaked <laughs> Uh, Dr. Rayana and uh, Richter are moving uh, relatively slowly, except for the fact that they're actually riding a pair of Zerglings that uh, that Richter has brought with them. <laughs> Hell yes! And so you all you all make good time. <coughs> it's about. Because of how far away you had to land to avoid detection, it's about an hour of moving through the forest before you get there. You don't encounter anything along your way. Um, but when you get to it, you arrive at... It's almost a mountain, but there's just subtle hints of architecture that tell you that this is the temple. It's just kind of over by stone over millennia of sitting here. Um, and as you make your way to the lower level of it, you are faced with a sheer rock wall, and Barasan uh, approaches the wall and just kind of lays a hand on it. I can still sense the energy within. Only to find it. To, to assume. And hope it has not been encased over the millennia. As the rest of you catch up to them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cap that scream up for the entire hour long run. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Look back. Oh, that's what that sound was. I know. Didn't it I sound mean... like someone lit a little puppy on fire? No, that's a very different Fortitude sound. of seven, endurance four, people. Yeah. <laughs> that up. He can do it. <laughs> he can definitely do it. Yep. And Ava's probably making a decent effort of keeping pace without a scream. Um. <laughs> Oswald's bringing up the rear in the Goliath. With air conditioning on and everything, like music playing. Yeah. No, actually, Oswald runs up on the sheer wall. Guys, I ran out of gas. We got to go back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if getting to this door is your primary concern, I believe we had methods by which to bypass this stone. 
Vazaran says, looking back at Goliath. Dynamite's always good. Um, so, Verison tries to focus for a minute and tries to basically recollect where the layout of the facility. <clears throat> there should be an entrance not far from here. Follow me. Uh, and he leads his way along this side of this uh, side of this wall. And as you follow him, you eventually come to what appears to be a small indentation in the side of the wall. It looks like it might have been a doorway at some point, but it's kind of been filled in with rock and dirt and sand. This was an entrance, if we can clear it out and make a way for us to enter properly. Uh, does it look loose enough that I could just blast it out with telekinesis? Uh, take some explosives to blast it out. It's not quite as simple as just push. Uh, Pretty packed. Okay. Um, I'll look back. Well, I believe now we have a target for our Goliath. We should probably clear the area. It makes a very large explosion. All right. In front of it. <laughs> uh, so the, the doorway appears to have been piled in by like set by millennia of dirt and rocks. So okay, yeah. Uh, everybody backs out of the way, yes. unless they can think of a better way. Yep, totally yep. backing out of the way. <laughs> All right. Unless Cornix wants to go in with me on trying to telekinetically shove everything out of the way. <laughs> nah. We, right. have, we have things go boom on purpose. <laughs> I will... And make it one of those really awkward scenes uh, or things from Force Unleashed where you have to... <laughs> I will spend the appropriate amount of time prepping the guns so that I can get the bomb- use my bombardment and... Uh, Gain the accu- accuracy benefit of aiming. Uh, also, gains hailfire too. So I'm gonna blow the shit out of this. Dirk <laughs> <laughs> took about half a step back. So that's 120 damage with missiles because they do 40. Yep. So the the, the Goliath the Goliath steps itself to a good distance and just kind of. Plants its feet as it's as the the missile batteries on the two shoulders of the vehicle kind of there's the there's the two these two laser focusers that just kind of hone in on the spot in the wall and then just a series of missiles just launch out of the shoulders and swoop in and boom 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 there's just this series of explosions as dirt and dust go flying in all directions. And as the dust settles, you blasted a you blasted a pathway through, and after a while, it looks like you can see what looks to be a walkway inside. I'm really confused as to why we were being sneaky right now. I mean, that was the exact yes. opposite of sneaky. Because 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 Cor- just defaults to that every single time anything happens. Okay. <laughs> well, meanwhile, Dirk doesn't express it, but he is scratching his helmet. 
I don't so think one you of can... our engines has failed, and we are currently adrift. I'd better go out and fix it. Okay, but can you do it sneakily? <laughs> <laughs> Stealth to the engine. <laughs> I mean, he has a narrow zeme. It's what they do. Right. <laughs> well then, I believe that's our entrance. Shall we go? Be wary of the internal defenses. That's what we have him but for. Yes. <laughs> Uh, lead the way. I'll Farrison. shoot him. All right. I will bring up the rear. Yep. Verison. All right. So Ver- Verison. All the threats. Ver- Verison takes point as he knows the layout of the facility. Um, and he leads the way in. Uh, you're walking for about five minutes before it gets totally dark. And then about 30 seconds after it does get totally dark. Their small iridescent green lights begin to go up in the corners of this walkway as the room is faintly lit with this sort of peelish green coloration. As apparently there's still a little bit of backup power in this facility, and it's the, the motion lights are reacting to your presence as you walk through. And you as you look around, the walls here are sort of a stark blackish gray and they're all completely smooth but you can see small little lines of green of power rushing through small cracks in the wall as it facility this facility almost seems to have power in built into the very walls as it sort of hums very faintly as you walk through man i sure am glad i got a restful night of sleep before this (laughs) <laughs> as you as you walk through the the lights go up in front of you as you approach illuminating this dark hallway before eventually you come up to what it's like a sort of a t-junction uh that turns and he takes the leftmost uh the leftmost angle and continues to walk down you continue to follow him yep oh yeah no deviation. Nope. So nope. this is kind of vaguely Promethean-esque. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, Jeremy, we're inside your favorite movie, Prometheus. I do not mind Prometheus. He was referencing Prometheans from Mass Effect Andromeda, I think. Yes, I was. Okay, yeah. Either one. Which I have not played, but I have seen. Mm-hmm. Those are just called Remnant. Prometheus is an overhated movie. I said it and I meant it. I know you did. That's why I referenced it. Yeah, the, the, it, it does. It does have a sort of remnant tech feel of way too many smooth geometric angles and these little lines of power kind of coursing through them, and it's all really dark black or gray. Dirk's attention is going everywhere. Rightfully so, because there's all there's a lot of stuff going on. None of it looks hostile, but there's. This facility is powering up as you're walking through it. So, you know, you, you've got a right to be a little bit scatter-eyed as you're looking around. Um, roll me perception, though, Dirk. Oh, good! Around. Certainly this won't go terribly wrong. Because I'm rolling dice, you see. Um... I mean, I've got a, I've got a decent 23. 23. 
So as you as you're walking, and you specifically are paying attention to every single thing that you can. Yup. In the distance, you hear these low ringing thuds. These. Somewhere off in the distance ahead of you. Something's coming. Sir? Remain wary. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, sir. From behind or in front of? In front of. Up front. I can see over you guys, so... We are approaching one of the We are approaching one of the temple's guardians. It is a test, so that only those deemed worthy may enter. You will have to deal with it before you can traverse further within. I look forward to dealing with it. Yeah, I'm gonna fail. Just never been real good at tests. (laughs) I hope this is a cumulative grade and not one that uh, requires individual skill. He's like, no, I would like to voluntarily take a C for participation. <laughs> Ava is trying desperately to determine why Rachel was approved to be part of the United Earth Forces like expedition. The UED, yeah. Look, some of us were the brainy type and some of us were candle fodder. And I was the brainy type, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Dirk nods. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I was at the top of Not my class. Not how they as teach us they, the UAD is, but okay. As long as that class weren't about I'm gonna, all I'm going to do that same so I'm gonna prep. Start, Dirk starts moving ahead of everybody else. I've been yeah. moving with, uh, with, with, what's his name? Yeah. So, yeah I'm keeping, keeping pace. He is pushing forward to do what he's supposed to do. And there's something we'll stick to the back. that he's going to kill it. So, after a few more minutes of walking, the hallway opens out into a cavern, and as you enter, the lights all flicker to life around you as you find yourself standing inside a massive, almost sort of an entryway to this facility. And there's a rush of this sort of greenish teal power aura and small bits of Zelnaga metal begin to pick up and hover through the air and you know move around the area. And a collection of massive stones begin to organize themselves in front of you. I open fire on them. Uh-huh. We were Seriously? told there was a Guardian, and we would have to defeat it. Do I recognize whatever this thing is as he fires on it? I mean... <laughs> throw me an attack roll, sure. <laughs> Movement! <laughs> you have not yet received the weapons free command yet. <laughs> True. Uh, but sometimes you don't give that command, so. So I rolled a 23 to hit. You hit. Okay. Uh, what's your maximum overage? Uh, uh, six. You get three of it. 
Okay, so 21. Penetration, 9. All right. So you, you open fire, and this spray of bullets kind of chips away at some of the rocks that are for, that are that are grouping together. Uh, but it, it just continues to build up as this massive, like, couple stories tall construct of er, of metal, earth, and energy begins to form itself together, pieces layering together on top of each other. And as it finally completes, there's this hum, this as lights begin to light up across its surface, and you are greeted with the face of a massive Zelnaga construct as it looks down at the group of you. Its face sort of lined with these energy markings, with these two bright, glowing teal eyes that stare down at the lot of you. And there's this voice that rings in your heads. You understand it, in your own native tongue, no matter what it is. New hopefuls try the temple. Prove your might. So I rolled a crit fail on my uh, <laughs> on my overload roll, which I am oh, very happy about, because that means I only get uh, two extra points of energy fatigue. Um, so I am cloaked manifesting at psi level 10 though so energy fatigue is so only that was going... a crit fail on your you want to roll low, low yes roll. i rolled a natural okay, one good. on something that i wanted to roll as low as possible on um so corinix is just gone dirk is full he's just gonna keep fire until he has no bullets left and then he switched into his shotgun All right. And that seems like a good climactic point to end for the night. <laughs> Alrighty, well then, we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. If you like sports financially, you can do so on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. Uh, we appreciate all of our patrons, especially our $25 tier supporters, Chris Comfort, Antitonic, and Cat Waterflame. Uh, you can also support us here on Twitch by subscribing or donating bits, however you want. Um, we appreciate all of our watchers on Twitch and all of the folks subscribing there. Uh, also, you can subscribe on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. And feel free to like, comment, and subscribe below. Um, we also appreciate the folks over at 411mania.com. Jeremy, tell us a little bit about 411mania.com. 411mania.com is a pop culture site. We cover everything that, that, that geeks could be interested in. All the news that's coming out of Comic-Con, we're already covering it. I've been covering it while we've been doing this. Um, all of the movie, games, television, comics, uh, outside of Comic-Con itself, although also including Comic-Con, uh, wrestling stuff, um, uh, music news, uh, MMA news, opinions, commentary, reviews, you name it, we, we cover it. For uh, uh, Mania, check us out. Oh, we appreciate them, and we appreciate all of you for watching, and we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Happy birthday, Ken! Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.